Hey guys, it's Betsy with Faith and Flip Flops. Today's topic, cookies and coke. So, you just saw the pictures of baby Jesus in a manger not so long ago. And we started a fresh new year with that New Year's baby dude. Or dudette, I'm not sure. Anyway, you've decided to have a baby. Or maybe staying in for Rona, you got yourself a surprise baby. Either way, 2021 is your year to bring in a sweet, bouncing baby into this world. First off, let me tell you, there ain't no manual and there ain't enough books in the world to prepare you for pregnancy, childbirth, and raising a child. I don't care what the perfectly posed pictures on Facebook allude to. That is one click of the camera with airbrushing and Photoshop combined with mama's tears and grumpy dad's rocking in the corner. The best you can hope for is good health all around and a steady stream of patience and wine. Let's assume you have a fabulous pregnancy and the only problems you have are picking the right cookies, punch, and guests to share your baby showers with. Let's be real, that ain't happening, but I'm trying to get to the good stuff. For instance, while I was eight months pregnant, I was helping a friend house hunt. I decided we should scoot through a gap in the fence to check out the backyard. Eight-month pregnant women do not fit in fence gaps. You can imagine the rest, but I digress. You get to pack those bags. You know, the matchy-matchy ones with everything mama and baby will need. Both bags grow to abnormal weight because you have never done this before, and you are listening to everyone else tell you what you need. In go 16 different types of pacifiers, three different kinds of diapers, full-size baby washes and lotions because no one gave you travel size, plus several outfits for your model baby to wear home. And for heaven's sake, you better have that dang car seat ready to go. I, for one, drove around with mine practicing for weeks so I would begin remembering there would be an actual baby in my car. My bag included makeup, hairspray, cute outfits, maternity undergarments, things I can't mention here, money because I knew my husband would have no cash and I didn't want to have to kill him just after childbirth, and all kinds of relaxation type items. Just before the big day for me, I found out that all of those relaxation items were a waste of time because baby's cord was too short and we were having a c-section. Fabulous. I had 24 hours to read up on how I was going to get gutted like a fish and be presented with a baby. This was not my plan. Neither was almost dying thanks to the epidural issues and being rushed into an emergency delivery, only to have my 6 foot 3 inch, 230 pound husband almost pass out on top of me before they got me sewed back together. They seriously had to make him step back for me, call for a stretcher, and that goofball was in recovery eating cookies and drinking Coke before I got there. First off, I had not eaten in 28 hours. Secondly, he had one job, take pictures of the baby in the nursery and getting his bath. Guys, that man did not even know where the camera was thanks to his fainting spell, but gosh golly, he had cookies. Then the fun begins. Please read that sarcastically. I had no idea I would lose all of my modesty after giving birth. 
things happen that I can't even write here, but I can tell you that you have no panties for a while, and everyone in a hospital outfit lifts the sheet and looks at your goodies. I can also tell you that when you do get panties, they ain't the cute maternity ones you packed. Oh, heck no. There's some disposable version of fishnet pantyhose for your girl parts with diapers to insert into them. What the actual bedpan was going on? And hot, holy moly, I thought I had died and literally gone to hell. I was sweating in places that had fishnet attached to them, and that was just not good. My husband ordered in fans for me, blankets for him, and sent the baby out because he was so cold he turned blue. And you know what? It was what it was. If that baby couldn't hang with me, he needed to go back to the nursery. The morning we were set to leave, my husband bought donuts for the staff, hoping to bribe them into one more day and night in the hospital. Because I was crying and freaking out that we had to take the baby home with us, and I might accidentally kill him. Remember, you really don't get instructions for these kids when you take them home from the hospital. His ride failed, but since we had no idea how to buckle the baby up in the carrier seat thing, we almost got to stay another night, or maybe they were going to bring us child services to rescue him. In either case, our across-the-hall neighbors rescued us. We are still friends today. I could not fit into the cute leaving the hospital outfit I planned to leave in, and I probably would have sweat the makeup off, too. The baby was smaller than we thought, and he couldn't wear any of the fancy clothes I packed, either. Off we went with what I wore to come into the hospital, and the baby wore the hospital gown. Totally not what I planned, especially the husband showered, shaved, in slacks, and a button-down with shiny shoes. We are divorced now, by the way. It may or may not have been partly due to that exact going home scene. That night, the baby was in the middle of the bed crying. The dogs were on the end of the bed howling. We sat in the middle contemplating where we went wrong. Then I remember the advice of an old friend who said she had a similar moment. And her husband looked at her and said, We can do this. We are smart people with a strong marriage. Crackheads raise babies. We can too. We got this. Believe it or not, that advice got me through a lot of bad nights and still does. So, that's my advice to all of you about to become parents. That and poop before you leave the hospital. Take all the Miralax, but poop before you leave. And remember, it's like giving birth a second time.